that is another episode of the ish list um yeah i'm already <laughs> fucking up um I'm the music god. Uh, my voice is fried, but we're going to do this anyways because I've been trying to get this one done with this gentleman for months. Um, uh, you know this guy. This is uh, Mr. Mr. Foster, Mr. John Foster, uh, coming from the other side of the pond. Um, you've heard him on the other show. He has not been on the ish list yet. So we are going to do a list today that... Uh, this one is just for shits and giggles. Uh, we're basically going to talk a ton of shit. We are going to just pretty much be giant assholes in this one. Um, but it is all in good fun. It's, you know, if you like these artists, it's perfectly okay. You know, I'm just these are uh, the top 10 artists that make you want to slit your wrists. <laughs> or other words, 10 artists that we absolutely fucking detest. Um, so, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Good, man, man, how are you? Happy New Year, son. <clears throat> yeah, Happy man. Um, I didn't see the New Year. I... I believe I, you had an alcoholic incident, didn't you? I over-calculated... <laughs> um... Have you ever had Death Wish coffee? No. Okay, Death Wish coffee, uh, it's a it's sort of a thing here. Uh, it's a company. It's called Death Wish. And they uh, claim to have uh, three times the caffeine in their coffee. It is very, very strong coffee. Um, if you ever have one of those mornings where you just are having a hard time waking up, Death Wish will wake your ass up like a jumper cable yeah. to your nutsack. Um, so I thought, you know, we'll get some Death Wish coffee because it's good and strong and stiff. And, uh, I threw in some goddamn fireball and I threw in some, uh, cameras, uh, Cameron's, Camaras, some kind of Irish, Irish cream. It's basically a cheaper version of Bailey's. Um, um, Bailey's over here is fucking expensive. Like, it's right. ridiculously expensive. It's like a little yeah. goddamn bottle of Bailey's is like $20 almost. Um, so I went into the liquor. I mean, it, is, it, is, it, it is over here, but come Christmas time, we get a litre bottle of Bailey's for 10 English pounds, mm-hmm. which is, what, 15 dollars $16. And we, <laughs> funny story, we were buying... Me and my wife, we were like, right, Christmas time, what we buy, you know, get the Baileys in, da-da-da-da-da. So, go through the cupboard, came home with two, one litre bottles of it, so two litres of Baileys, 20 quid, brilliant, no problem. Normally, it's like 22 English pound per a litre. So, I saw the back cupboard out, fucking hell, there's a bottle there from last year. So, we ended up with three litres this year, and we've still only used the fucking one of them as well. Yeah, it's it's oh, like that stuff is fucking oh beautiful. Yeah, it's oh, like thirty six oh. bucks or something here for one of the bigger bottles. Right. Um, right, Bailey's is on the higher end of yeah. the alcohol you can buy here. Like, you know, the cool thing about America is we have a lot of cheap liquors um, mm. that are pretty decent considering they're cheaper. Um, you can buy the expensive stuff, but there's a lot of really good liquors here that won't 
break your wallet, you know. Um, yes. So, you know, Fireball is pretty affordable here. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, but we have a and lot fire, of... Fireball over here is the expensive one. So it, it, it sort of, it's like switches, isn't it? Fireball, I think, for a, a 70CL bottle over here is something like 20, 25 quid. Oh, shit, no, it's Fireball here. I bought, you buy a, a big, uh, I guess you'd call it, uh, not a one liter, not the biggest one, but the the one kind of mid, middle-sized one. Yeah, uh, you yeah, can buy yeah. one of those here for about $9, $9, $10. Wow. So, um, wow. you know, so Fireball is pretty cheap here. A Jaeger, Jaegermeister yeah. is really cheap here. Like, you can get a big, giant thing of Jaegermeister here for about $13. Um Okay, so, you know, you could drink Jägermeister like water over here and it's cheaper than fuck. Yeah, um, it's cheaper. Yeah. Tastes like liquid ass, but... <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh, don't look. Have you ever had the Winter Spice Jägermeister? Did they do it over there? Ah. Uh, we had one last year. It was a Winter Spice Jägermeister. It was cinnamon, maybe. Jäger. Oh, mate, it was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I, you know, dude, I don't drink enough to really... I think that's what messed yeah, me up is I yeah, put yeah. so much Fireball in... in Irish cream in it, and then I had the coffee on top of it, and it was the glass didn't look that big, but it's a pretty it's a pretty good sized glass, you know. It's probably about a sixteen or a twenty ounce glass. Um, right, right. So I was already tired, and I just was like, "Fuck it!" I I've never cared about New Year's all that much, anyways. Um, yeah. I like I said in the one we did, dude. Since the last time where I blacked out and shit, I don't drink all that yeah. much anymore because. I just, you know, that, that incident kind of scared the shit out of me. Like, you know, when you drink to the point you lose a whole entire day, you kind of step back and be like, okay, maybe I need to rethink this shit. Cause you know, like I lost a whole fucking day. I don't even know where it went. You know, do what? Do what? I get you. I get you on that one. Yeah, like it's... Losing a fucking full day is not good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I still, to this day, at at 51 years old, I was 19 years old at the time, and I don't remember any of that period from about 11.30 that night until almost 11.30 the next morning. I don't remember any of it. I don't remember coming back. I remember where we started. I remember yeah. where I ended up, but I don't remember anything in the middle. I don't remember walking past multiple police officers and security guards and presenting my ID to them okay. without yeah. being arrested. That was the fucked up thing. Like, look, there's yeah. no way when I got out at the back of that park, there were four points in between my room and where I got out at that I would have hit a security guard. And had to present my employee ID to get past them. Now, I was a minor at the time. I was not 21 years old, legally able to drink. So I walked past four security guards, presented my underage ID, and apparently did not appear drunk enough that they chose to have me arrested or fired. Wow. So that's why when I woke up the next morning, I thought, you know... I probably burned up just about every bit of goddamn luck I had. Cause, yourself lucky on that one, you know, yeah, yeah. The odds of walking past four security guards, <laughs> as wasted okay. as I was, it, none of them 
picked up on the fact that I was fucking wasted beyond <laughs> repair. Um, you know, and oh, brilliant. and the other thing was, is I was bleeding. My hands, I fell in my friend's driveway on his gravel rocks, and I cut my hands up. I've still got the scars on my hands. So my hands were bleeding from falling down. Maybe they felt sorry for me. I don't know, but I know that I remember getting out of her car, looking up at that roller coaster, thinking, fuck, that thing is tall. And then after that, it's a wash. That's the last thing I remember, you know. Um, so, yeah, I have a tendency to go kind of light on the, the alcohol yeah. now. <laughs> I don't blame you. I can fucking see why as well. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we way overdid it that night. Um, yeah. Oh, to be 19 and young again. <laughs> so, oh, no, thank you. Um. um as as I would say, your little ones don't know how good they got it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> There's a reason we got this gray hair, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Earned every one of these yeah. suckers. All right, every so let's one of them. <laughs> so let's kick our list off. The first artist on your list of ten that make you want to just like kill yourself when you hear them. so much fucking hate for this but I don't care because I've been saying it for over fucking 40 years Bon Jovi <laughs> fucking detest that band every single fucking oh man no I don't right and we'll, we'll fucking have it right we'll have it nailed down yeah Richie Sambora is an absolutely fucking superb guitarist yeah I'm not gonna like he is, right? <laughs> I just fucking hate that prick. Yeah. John Bon Jovi has yeah. just got one of those faces that I could repeatedly punch all fucking day long and not get bored. <laughs> His music is bubblegum pop. Yeah. Bullshit. I fucking, oh, God, my veins are busting out of here. I nope. just, I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's, it stems back from years and years and years and years and years ago. Right. You have, we've all had fucking girlfriends who were into Bon Jovi. Right. When you walk into your girlfriend's room and this fucker is looking at you from every single corner of the room. Yeah. There's poster after poster after poster after fucking poster. And there he is giving it his smug little fucking grin and his, I'll die for you. Well, fucking die then you couldn't. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Yeah. Probably. <laughs> you know. No. It, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on record and I'm going to admit this. The first two albums are fucking brilliant. Yeah. Anything after Slippery When Wet just pisses me off beyond fucking belief, mate. And that is it. I will oh. admit this. <clears throat> I'm a fan of the first CD. I'm a fan of the These Days CD. Right. Mainly because when they did these days, it really was more of a almost a Springsteenish throwback style. Um, yeah, and it were a lot of really good songs on that that were different kind of songs from what they had done for 
those years. And I agree totally about Richie. I always found it weird that Richie was a better songwriter and a better singer than John was, yet John was yeah. singing. Um, he took the fucking credit, yeah. But that goes for a couple bands. Um, for example, I love Mr. Big, but I think Paul Gilbert is a far superior singer than singer Eric Singer is. In extreme, I love Gary Sharon. But if you've ever heard Nuno sing and play, Nuno can more than hold his own against Gary. So, again, it's those situations where sometimes the guitar player voluntarily takes the back seat because they could easily lead that band all on their own. Um, Yeah, without even knowing it. Yeah. And they could carry those bands as well, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far with Bon Jovi overall. I don't hate Bon Jovi. I don't really like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's one of those bands that I I, I won't turn them on voluntarily, but I'm not going to, like, race to the radio to turn it off, per se. Um, yeah. I'm not going to sit and listen to a whole record. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Yeah, I can definitely, I can understand why people don't like Bon Jovi for the same reason I can understand why they wouldn't like a Springsteen or a, a Billy Joel, you know, because it's kind of got oh, that. I've always, I've always said, I've always said, and I'll fucking say it again, John Bon Jovi is a Bruce Springsteen wannabe. Yeah. Oh, in that's, yeah, that's an absolute. fucking story. Um, no, no. So the first one on my list, um... <laughs> I'm going to say right out, I don't like this man's voice. He looks like a walking giant penis. He's an annoying twat. The, 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 just everything about their music annoys the shit out of me and grates on my nerves. Uh, first one on my list is the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, I... I don't oh, Billy, Billy, like Billy. the Pumpkins. I don't like Billy. I understand Billy is a great guitar player. He's a wrestling fanatic. I give him credit for that. But there's something about his voice that every time a Smashing Pumpkin song comes on, I just want to smash my head into a fucking wall because it's like <laughs> that nasally fucking whine that he has. Whiny, whine, it's whine. like, fuck, yeah. dude. Like, who told yeah. this fucker he could sing? Okay, like... Yeah. Like, oh, well, do you think you could do what he does? Nope. And I wouldn't even attempt nope. it. You know, <laughs> I'm not out here claiming to be a singer. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the oh, first one on my list is Smashing uh-huh. Pumpkins. <clears throat> um, so yes, number two on your list. Fuck off. 
shut up and fuck off. I don't know. I don't know. Man of war, mate. Man of war. <laughs> I just think the fucking atrociously dog shit. Again, I'll probably get hate for this, but you know what? I couldn't give a shining shine, mate. I think they are fucking wank. I will... I will tell my Man of War story. Um, the very first time I ever heard Man of War, uh, there used to be a radio show here way back in the day called Metal Shop. It was on late at night, and it was kind of an interview-style show where uh, it was it was kind of Headbangers Ball for the radio, but before Headbangers Ball. Um, they had Joey on there. And in the interview, Joey went on and on about how he didn't consider any bass players his peers, blah, 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 blah. And he just talked like the biggest douchebag, you know, like, I play on a different level, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, wow, you're really fucking conceited, right? About two weeks later, they came in concert. Um, They had Jet Boy opening for them. No, I was a Jet Boy fan, and I wanted to see Jet Boy. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to this show because, one, I want to see this flaming douchebag fall flat on his face. (laughs) And, two, I want to see Jet Boy. Um, Jet Boy were loud. Um, It was so freaking loud that uh, we were standing. There's this amphitheater, and it came up to the hill, and we were standing at the top of the hill. And you could feel the ground under your feet just kind of shaking. It was so loud. So I thought, damn. Man of War come on. And I will say this. I have never heard another show remotely close to how loud those cocksuckers were. I could not hear for three days. Um, And I will give them credit. I don't necessarily like their music to the point where I say I'm a huge fan but Eric hit every single one of those notes cleanly so when you hear it on record he can do it live Joey played his ass off on that bass when he played Flight of the Bumblebee on bass I was kind of like okay Maybe you can back up what you're saying because that's a very difficult fucking song on piano or guitar. To play it on bass is just another fucking level. Um, They were really, really impressive live. Um, Now, again, I'm not going to go out and buy their record. I'm not going to say I'm a big fan. But I will give Manowar credit. They put on a hell of a fucking show. And I've seen Motorhead, I've seen ACDC, I've seen Gary Moore at Donington, I've seen all of the quote-unquote loud bands, none of them <laughs> were remotely close to Manowar, like it was ungodly loud. But, on that flip side, as loud as they were, it was crystal clear. You could understand every single word. You could hear the guitar riffs. It was a perfect mix. As loud as they were, it was still dead on with their sound. Um, So I will give them credit 
in the sense that they are built for that fucking stage. Um, this is this is what I love about this, you know. One man's shit is another man's toothpaste. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, but that's it's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. I I I don't have their records. I won't go out and yeah. buy their records. Yeah. Um, but I don't. So you know, as, as, I know I, they are a very polarizing years, band. Years ago, I've had, yeah, I've had to play them in the clubs, mm-hmm. and every time I've had to fucking play them, I just stand there going. What the fuck is this about? Why? And again... I don't know. Again, like you say, yeah. it's just... My opinion doesn't mean shit towards somebody else, but at the end of the day... No, what I'm saying is this, bro. And this is all shits and giggles, like you say. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. Here's the thing about them. I get why they're very polarizing. Obviously, if you're not into the whole Dungeons, Dragons, Wizards, all of that kind of stuff, the He-Man type of stuff, then yeah, yeah. you're you're not going to get it. You're not going to... Uh, they are of definitely a niche band, um, and they're very polarizing. They're one of those bands you rarely hear somebody say eh, they're okay. Um, I think they're one of those bands that listening to their record doesn't capture who they are. Who they are? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like you hear the record and you're like, okay, these songs are kind of corny. They're kind of cheesy. But the true, the true thing about Man of War is when you see them on that stage, they are impressive musicians. Like oh, as cheesy that. as the songs are, looking past that cheese and the the, the stupidity of those songs, yeah. technically they can play. Okay, they so can do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, if they were doing different songs. If they were doing more of a pure thrash style, like a Motorhead style, I think people would be like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are raw, you know? Um, yeah. But I think what it is that puts people off about Man of War is, it is kind of, if you're not into the whole fantasy type of thing. and, you know, you, and dragons like you say, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. can say the same thing about anything that Luca Torelli has done. I'm, well, the thing is, mate, if I want to watch somebody wave a sword around, I'll go and watch fucking Islander. Exactly, exactly, and, and that's why I said I've never gotten into Luca Torelli all of that much yeah. for the same reason, because I just, I'm not into the whole Dungeons and Dragons type of thing, it's why I was never into the early Melmstein stuff, because Melmstein did a lot of that in the early days, yeah. and it, yeah. it was kind of like, wizardry, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, if, if I wanted to do that, I'd read a D&D book, or I'd watch Highlander, or I'd watch fucking, yeah. you know, Conan the Barbarian, or something like that, I don't... Yeah. I don't want to hear some man singing about Conan the Barbarian, okay? Like, that's just kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I, I totally, totally get Man of War. Um, I really do. I, 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 Like I said, I give them credit only in the sense that it was a very impressive show. I've only seen them the one yeah. time, um, but they were pretty damn... A lot more impressive than I thought they were going to be. Because I really went thinking they were going to fall on their face. Um, But, again, I will will tell you, bro, if you get a chance, if they happen to play some festival you're already going to for somebody else or something like that, watch their live show. I think you'll get a different appreciation. You're still not going to like the songs in the sense that they're still going to be corny and cheesy as fuck. Um, Of course. But that seeing them live, you're gonna be like, wow, 
you know <laughs> these motherfuckers yeah. can play man like um exactly yeah, yeah, yeah and i would tell you their drummer has one of the most insane drum drum kits i've ever seen in my life um right. this thing is fucking gnarly beyond it's this custom built drum set it's built around this big giant fucking cage it's called the drums of doom and right. it's probably got 60 to 80 pieces to this son of a bitch and I mean, it is Looking big, out. it is massive, and it is loud. <laughs> um, it is properly dubbed the Drums of Doom, okay? Like, that is no joke. <laughs> it is definitely the Drums of Doom. So, uh, moving on from Man of War, um, my second one is the one I always get all the bullshit for. Um, I will die on this hill. Eminem is the single most overrated hip hop artist of all time. There is nothing this man has ever said. Hey, what? Oh God, fucking hell! I don't get the hype of M. Like, look, I get M says cute shit sometimes, but. I don't know, dude. There's just something about M. And I'm from Detroit, okay? Like, yeah. I knew M before M was famous. Yeah. When M did his very first record, his Infinite record, yeah. I was the manager of a record store. Mm-hmm. They brought this record in. They paid us to put this thing on the shelf next to... Public Enemy, Ice Cube, X-Clan, you know, all of the popular artists at the time. Uh-huh. We couldn't give those fucking things away. Right. They just took up space. And we couldn't take them down because they were paying us for them to be there. Paying us to do it. Yeah. You couldn't give those fucking records away. Nobody gave two shits about Eminem. Yeah. But the second that Dre heard him and you attach that name, Dr. Dre, him, boom. Then it was like, oh, white boy's doing it. Oh, no, we've never seen any white boy do it. And it was like, dude, MC Search, Everlast, uh, Pete Rock. I mean, there was like multiple white dudes that had already been doing it. M got famous because he was saying outrageous shit. And what kind of drives me crazy about M is he only got away with it because he was a white dude. Yeah. If it had been a black rapper talking about killing his wife, sticking his wife in the trunk of a car, yada, 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 nobody would have been listening to that shit. Even with Dre's name attached to that shit. If Snoop would have done that shit, Exhibit would have done that shit, Corrupt, any of them dudes would have done the same thing that M was doing. It'd have been a wrap. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the big difference is as well, what what we get over here usually filters through about nine to twelve months later than what you get over there. Right. So everybody that you were talking about prior to Eminem, we we probably never hear of or hear about. After Eminem's got massively big, right? By the time he's done that and he's got massively big, we're all going. Well, yeah, but Eminem, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, 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 blah
seems to be a lot of the bands that come over from... Because I've had this conversation with you about Eminem, and you've said to me there's a million more better rappers than him. Oh, just and in Detroit. said it more than fucking what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. In, I mean, I, I'll make the argument. Oh, Eminem is the greatest of all time. He can't be the greatest of all time. He's not even the greatest in Detroit. In Detroit, there you go. Like, yeah. I will... Yeah. I, it's another hill I will die on. Royce to five nine is a better rapper than M. Listen to Eminem's music. What are Eminem's best songs? Yeah. yeah. People, oh, was this one, this one, this one, and this one. Royce is on every single one of them. You know why right. M is so good on those right. songs? Because he has to up his game to, back, to, back to compete with to Royce. Listen yeah. to Caterpillar. Caterpillar with yep. Royce and Mr. Green on it. Now, you know Mr. Green. He's an English rapper. Yep. M has to... He has to level up to go head-to-head. Listen to the D12 record. Or, not the D12, uh, the, the Bad Meets Evil record. He okay, has to evil. elevate yeah, his yeah. game to stay with Royce. Royce uh-huh. is... A badass, and to me, he is the best rapper in Detroit, one of the best uh-huh. in thing. And uh, people don't like when I say that. They think, oh, well, you don't understand hip-hop. I think if you've ever listened to my shit, that's a wrong assumption. Like, look, I'm a white dude who will talk to you about Public Enemy, X-Clan, Paris, and fucking KSR1. I don't even agree with them politically. I'm on the opposite side of the political aisle from those guys. But you can't listen to KSR1, even not agreeing politically with what he says. You can't listen to KSR1 and not say, that's an intelligent motherfucker and the shit that he rhymes is clever as hell. Um, Even at 55, 56 years old, he's still putting shit out that, Makes you say, like, wow, that's some off-the-wall shit. Powerful. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, M will always be that dude that... I I don't get M. I don't get the hype. Like, I, I think the Beastie Boys are far superior to M. They're more clever. They're oh, yeah. more diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, to me, you know... If you put M and the Beasties on a stage in one of these versus battles, the Beasties win all day long because they're just... All day long, yeah, of course. They're funnier, they're more intelligent, they're more diverse, they're yeah. more interesting. You know, M, what does what M do? Was, he I just think, raps fast. Well, I don't know. I think what it was at the time for me, I mean, we're going back to what? <clears throat> 95, 94, 95 when his first album came out? You know what I mean? I was, I was 23 years old, and I'm thinking... 90... Fucking hell. Yeah, it would have been about 95, I think. 95, 95, yeah. So 95-ish. I'm 23 years old, and I'm, I remember, I, I distinctly remember this as clear as fucking day. We were at a friend's house, and he said, John, you, you fucking know your music. You know your shit. Listen to this. And it was like, what? what, what is this? It's an American rapper, yada, yada, yada. And he put the fucking Eminem show on, and it was like, fucking hell. Yeah. It was, I dissected every fucking lyric, and but the ones yeah. that I, I, the ones that I took more interest in were the ones that had Dre on it. Right. Guilty Conscience. Guilty Conscience, for me, is the best track on that album. 
Now, like you said, you, you fucking know more than I ever will do. About well, I mean, that it's you're from there. You've seen it. You've, it's from Detroit, like you said. You're from Detroit. You've fucking seen it firsthand. You've heard yeah. it firsthand, but you've also heard a thousand other rappers. You know? Did he get lucky? Fucking right, he did. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. And fair play to him for that. Fair play to him for that. For getting that that break, because how many bands have got that break? Well, you know, not how many rappers, how many bands have got that fucking lucky break? Right. How many of those bands, like you said, are shit? Yeah. In our eyes, if you like. You know and how I mean? many great bands are still? In obscurity because they haven't been heard by the right person. So, I mean, look, I get, I get why somebody might like Eminem. I'm just not that guy. I'm never going to be the guy that is going to hype up M. I'm just not like. To me, M. Those first couple records were different, so I'll give him that. But since then, he's been surpassed by. So many people that have taken his style and elevated it so high past him that he can't carry that bar anymore. Mercules, Chris Webby, NF, um, Uh Diabolic, Apathy, uh, Wordsmith, uh, Tom McDonald. I mean, there's there's so many of these rappers. Hobson, uh, Dizzy Wright. There's literally dozens and dozens of rappers that have taken what M started and they've elevated it so high past where he's at so high that he can't compete with them anymore. And it isn't a it isn't a question of new versus old. It's simply a matter of you know newer it's, the older and done it better. Yeah, yeah it's kinda like when Eddie Eddie took what was the foundation of guitar playing. And then Eddie went here. And all of a sudden, Eddie was so far above everybody else that you couldn't compete with. None of these guys could compete with Eddie anymore. No. And no. then Eddie, for years, were here. But then, again, you had these guys come along. The new breed come in, yeah. You know, it's that... going to happen in every genre of music, mate. Everyone is going to come along a few years later. Yeah. There's going to be that new kid on the block that's going to go... Fuck you, now, look what I can do, you know? Then there's going to be the old block of fans that go, ooh, you can't, no, no, you're never going to be as good as the old guy, blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, there is, there's always going to be that one new fella that goes, there you go, Yeah. have some of this, yep. you know? People, the older people especially, as I found myself, as I'm getting older, going, do you know what? Are you actually that guy? Well, then when you look and sit and think about it and digest it, you go, you're fucking awesome, you, mate, yeah. you know? But you don't want to admit it because you're that older guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and again, there there are some newer newer bands that blow my mind. There's some older ones that still blow my mind. There's some older ones, oh, like you okay. said, that I listen to now that blew me away as a, as a younger guy that really don't do much for me now. Um, yeah. It's it's all the evolution of being a music fan. So, um, number three. Let's go with number three on your list. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Coming for the black metal fans. I I just think I was fucking... No, I mean, the thing is, I fucking love black metal, you know? I I fucking love every single genre of music. And I think what it was with Venom, 
again, very, very similar to the Man of War thing. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've listened, to the, I've listened to it. I've got the albums. I went out and bought them. I played them. I just yeah. don't get it. I just, honestly, I don't get it. It was like, Kronos, I just think, mate, you're a massive tick. Shut the fuck up. You know, and I've seen the, I've seen the, the you know, the reincarnations, the Benaminks, and I, I, just, yeah. I just don't know. I just think, at the time, everybody <coughs> kept saying, uh, fucking, this is the new thing, this is the new thing. Ah, bollocks, mate. Fucking, there were, there were fucking bands out there that were doing much better, that were producing, that, that were putting out better stuff. You know? And right. I'm not going to sit here and fucking rhyme all these bands off. It was just that that band in particular for me, maybe it was the time, maybe it was me age, right. I don't know. I just fucking think, shut up. Yeah. Stop. You, you just... I always, I don't know. I, no, I, I get it, bro. Of them as, a, as a fucking comedy band, I you know? without be, without the comedy, if you like. Yeah, I, say, I don't have them on my list, but they are absolutely another band that I just never, never really understood the hype of, and I never really. Mm. You see all of these, you know, the hundred greatest. Uh, metal bands or the 100 greatest this or the 50 greatest this yeah, and they're yeah, always yeah. on the yeah. list and I'm always like why? Like I just never yeah, yeah, really why? understood yeah, yeah, yeah. you know people say oh they started black metal and they really didn't like what they did black metal wise versus what black metal evolved into is it's kind of like saying it's kind of like saying ACDC created blues rock you know <laughs> I mean it's like well it, it is for me would have abandoned Venom. Yeah, exactly. And and, and even you know? beyond that, there were bands that just took it to another level. I don't. I would never. When I listen to Venom, I would never really classify them as black metal. I would. I would just say they were a thrash band that yeah, evolved exactly. into other things. Exactly. Um. Yeah. But you know what we call black metal? I don't think they really ever performed truly what black metal really is so i don't think they were able to, they never even looked like a black metal band. right they never even sounded like a black metal band they never even performed like a black metal band if you you know i mean we could sit here now and rhyme off 15 20 black metal bands you compare anyone to them to venom yeah fucking way off the mark in, in my personal opinion obviously because it's all shits and giggles Right, right, right. Oh, I just think. Ugh. No, I get it. I. They are, they are that band that just. I don't know. Maybe it was a fucking eighties thing. Maybe it was at that point in time where somehow somebody went to Venom and went, dress like this, do your videos like this, put a black pentagram on your album, <laughs> sound like a thrash band, and we'll call you black metal. Fuck off. Right. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I just. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, they're just one of them bands that irritate the shit out of me. <laughs> I get it. Like I said, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I know I get it. I get it. Um, the next one on my list. Um, this is a band that. Um, most people probably won't even know that much, but um, if you're into the Grateful Dead, this is another band that has kind of. Sp- 
spent their entire career copying the Grateful Dead. The singer's voice is fucking annoying and kind of even worse than Billy's. Um, That is the band. Yeah, that is the band Ween. Um, Ween is one of them bands. Oh, God, dude. It's like his pitch is so high. Um, Right. He. It's not quite at the level of Tiny Tim. But oh, God. if you imagine Tiny Tim singing a Grateful Dead song, that's kind of what Ween sounds like. Right. They're right. annoying as fuck. Their songs are long as fuck. <laughs> like, right. the thing about the Dead was the Dead liked to jam and they liked to do a good thing. But the Dead knew when to gracefully... Wind it up. Yeah. All right, look, we've hit the six-minute mark. Let's wind down. Ween songs go on for like 13, 15, 18 minutes. Wow. And it's just, I, you know, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars off the Grateful Dead fans because they have pretty much taken up where the dead left off after Jerry's death. Um, Right. So now all of the dead fans are Ween fans and Fish fans. Um Right. But I will give Fish credit that Fish aren't fucking annoying. Ween are just... Ugh. They're fucking annoying. Yeah, like, they make me want to stab my fucking ears because they're just painful right. to listen to. Um, I, well, like, at, least at least there's no one recommendation that I'm not going to fucking listen to. Yeah, like, like literally, if you <laughs> took that Tiptoe Through the Tulip song and yeah, had yeah, the Grateful yeah. Dead play it, that's pretty close to oh. what a Ween song sounds like. <laughs> you know? Fucking, <laughs> fucking horrible, dude. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three. <laughs> is Ween. Oh, fucking hell. No, 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 no. So, uh, no, no, yeah, if anybody ever recommends Ween to you, run. Tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, run. <laughs> and the thing that pisses me off is people will try to tell you, oh, if you like Primus, listen to Ween. No. Really? Wrong. Really? Ween right. sounds nothing like nothing Primus, like okay? Right. Yes, Ween does. The only the only way that Ween and Primus compare is uh-huh. Ween does musically do wacky shit like Prime does with the bass and shit like that. They right. do have... Yeah, yeah. And, and truthfully, if Dean would shut the fuck up and not sing, uh-huh. Ween probably wouldn't be a horrible band. Right. Fortunate, right. Unfortunately, Dean opens his fucking mouth and tries to sing, and then it's just like, <laughs> you know, and then he's just like, here's a song, and he's just got this fucking pitch, man, that's like, ugh, God damn it, like, Shut up, bro. Like, you know, and it's just, it is, it's like, it's like Justin Hawkins on steroids is what his voice sounds like. Jesus Christ. You know, (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but he's just, he sings in this falsetto all the time and it's fucking, oh, it's, anywho, number four, (laughs) I don't mean, I'm talking way too much shit. Well, no, 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 no. I've already fucking, I've got that already. Coldplay. <laughs> I, 
I knew that. I knew that one was just, coming. Just fuck off, you bunch of boring fucking student bastards. <laughs> fucking put a scarf around your neck. Go yeah. and make a fucking cup of herbal tea. <laughs> fuck off. Shut the fuck up and fucking retire from the music business. You are fucking dog shit. Yeah. The only ever decent thing to come out of a fucking Coldplay song was one of their videos that half of it was filmed in Bolton at Bolton Wanderers football ground. That is the fucking where it ends. That is where it starts and that is where it ends. Absolute strike, fucking student, boring. Fuck off. Um, fucking um, mate. They are wank. Yeah. The the best thing I've ever heard somebody say about Coldplay and their music one of my friends one night said said Coldplay's music is about as useful as an ashtray on a motorcycle going sixty miles an hour. <laughs> Fucking too right. I just laughed my ass as off. I was like. About as much use as a fucking chocolate fire guard. <laughs> fuck off. Fucking dogs off. Oh, um, no, I. Fucking, yeah. Well, the thing is, fucking, they've got, they've got a massive, massive following, and I just think. Yeah. They're boring. They're just. Boring fucking lives. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I, I know, I get Coldplay, like. They're just uninteresting. Yeah. That's the thing about Coldplay. The, the other, the, they're not bad musicians. They're just boring. Like boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it's exactly. like not, you know, they fucking every every musician in the world, to the credit, has written a decent tune in the time. Yeah, but you don't have to be boring all the time. Yeah. Why the fucking hell would you want to be that monotone fucking? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck off. Yeah. No, stop. Just droning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you know what? <laughs> there was a report in the in the UK papers last week. <laughs> Coldplay, we're going to stop making music in 2025. Why can't you fucking do it now, you cunts? Yeah. Stop. Why wait? <laughs> it's already. Yeah, why you know, wait? You've had, you've, had, you've had a 20-year run. Why make it 25? Fuck off. Right. Oh, there uh, we go. Yeah, Coldplay, mate. Fucking hate them. Absolute strike. <laughs> In my opinion, that is. Don't yeah. forget this fucking bit as well. Yeah. I, I'm no expert. It's just my opinion. And keep in mind, people, we're just having fun. We're just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, if, you, if you're a Coldplay fan listening to this, respect. Yeah. What the fucking shit. <laughs> the next one on my list, uh, in most ways, she's kind of like the female solo version of Coldplay to me. Um. That's Taylor Swift. Just the most uninteresting music you've ever heard. The old country star Taylor's nothing Taylor has ever done is remotely close to country. She doesn't have a good voice. She's written these songs that are about as interesting as watching fucking glue dry. You know... And it's just, what are you people, you know, and it's, it's not even like, okay, she's beautiful to look at. I mean, at least sometimes a female singer, Samantha Fox, for example, was a shit musician, but at least she was good to look at. (laughs) So she had something that was interesting about it. Every every 
day, every day in the fucking Daily Daily Star in fucking England, <laughs> yeah. you could open your, you could open that paper in 1984, 85, 86, and go, hey, yeah. Do you know uh, she's a lesbian now? That doesn't shock me. <laughs> that fucking shocked me, mate. I was well gutted. Fucking hell. Let uh, me bang that as well. It doesn't shock me a bit because there's, you know, it was like my best friend when I remember when Rob Helford came out and my friend, he was so devastated. I can't believe Rob Helford is gay. Really? Why? Oh, mate. Why? Well, he's he's a metal singer. Have you watched the same Rob Helford I've watched for the past 20 years? The man is literally the metal version of the goddamn village people, okay? <laughs> like, hey, I was that. I was your mate, right? In fucking 80, 82, 83, 84. Then I went watching fucking Queen in 86 and still didn't realise that he was gay till fucking three years later. And I'm going, <laughs> no. And dad, my fucking mate's going, are you fucking serious? And I'm like, yeah, what are you on about? What are you on about? <laughs> I fucking watch videos of Rob Alford, and I'm going, oh. <laughs> right. Did, 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 did we mess the hat, the leather chaps, the, yeah. you know, yeah. like, whips what part of this did you miss? Like, the bondage gear, you're like, yeah. oh, right, yeah. Maybe I just fucking it's, grew up too late, you know what I mean? I went to school right. with this girl. Oh, okay. I went to school with this girl, and I love her to death. She's one of my good friends. She is a lesbian. She's she is the um motorcycle riding US Army vet lesbian type, okay? Yeah. Tammy even in high school, she played defensive tackle on the football team. She could hit a softball <laughs> better than any guy. You know, everybody knew Tammy was a lesbian. It was like the worst kept. See, nobody talked about it. You just yeah. kind of knew. So Tammy graduated, she went to college, she went into the army, she come home from the army. My grandma called me one day, and she says to me, she says, did you know Tammy Baxter was a lesbian? <laughs> yeah? Well, yeah. when did you find out? <laughs> Second grade? <laughs> She's like, you yeah. knew your whole life? And I was like, yeah? She's much. like, how did you know? Um, Grandma. This is the same Tammy Baxter who beat the shit out of Danny Cox, who was an MMA fighter. This is the same Dan <laughs> Tammy Baxter who played defensive tackle on the football team. This is the same Tammy Baxter who hit a softball one day so fucking far, she hit it off of the softball field, across the baseball field, under the roof of the concession stand on the other side of the football field. 489 feet she hit that goddamn softball. Okay. No guy could ever do yeah, like, who did she go to the prom with? Uh, Helena Bukowski. When she went to college, who was her roommate in college? Helena Bukowski. When she went into the <laughs> army, who did she join the army with? Helena Bukowski. Helena You're starting Bukowski. to see a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. And my yeah. grandma was like, well, I didn't know. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everybody is, nobody oh, fucked with Tammy. Yeah. Nobody fucked with Tammy. Tammy was five foot eleven. She was two hundred and thirty five pounds. She was a wow. big girl. She could fight. Danny got yeah. went to get in that fight with her one day over some bullshit in gym class. 
Danny was an MMA fighter. He he, you know, studied taekwondo and jujitsu and all that shit before MMA was a, a big thing. Danny could fight, and yeah. boy, he put his hands up to fight Tammy, and Tammy come around with a right hook and sent his ass flying. And we were kind of like, okay, Danny wasn't a small kid either, you know. Um, so she sent Danny flying, and we were like, okay. Bucket list. Don't piss off Tammy Baxter. Do not piss this woman off. Yeah. Um, so where are we at? One, two, three, four. You've done four. Uh, number five on your list. Your Have you not done number four? What's your number four? One. I did Smashing Pumpkins, Eminem, Ween, and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Right. Yes, I am. Right. Okay. Unpopular opinion with this one again, again, but his voice, I just fucking oh, it's like when you were talking falsetto earlier on, merciful fate. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'll tell you a story now, yeah, it was fucking absolutely hilarious at the time. Uh, six, six years ago, I think it was. King Diamond was headlining Bloodstock, yeah? Okay. And there was, in fact, was it four, about eight years ago, actually. <clears throat> anyway, mm-hmm. whatever it was, there's about 15 of us gone down from Bolton. We've all fucking pitched up for the weekend. And King Diamond was headlining this Friday night, Saturday night, whatever night it was, anyway. Mm-hmm. So we've all fucking, all done our thing, all fucking pitched up. <laughs> We're all stood there. We're waiting for King Diamond to come on. And there's 15 lads from Bolton, all fucking stood there, all metal heads, blah, 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 blah. He comes walking on. All lights come on. He's there. He pulls the microphone to his fucking mouth. And he goes, <laughs> 14 of us just went, fucking see you later. I'm done. Within the first 30 seconds of him coming on, one of our mates, Charles, who sadly is no longer with us, fucking bless his heart. He stood there, his fucking face, he's looking at us all going, where the fuck are you all going? We're like, nah, mate, we're done, fuck off. We all went back to the campsite. Two hours later, Jowsey comes walking back, he went, you've just missed a brilliant set there. We're all like, nah, mate, fucking absolute shite. Merciful fate, it's just one of those bands that I cannot ever... I'm not going to lump King Diamond in with that because I appreciate everything King Diamond done. I appreciate everything Merciful Fate done. I think it's just his voice for me. That falsetto thing, like you say, it's oh, yeah. just when it's that high that it can pierce glass windows. I just think you plug it in. What's the point? Why? I'm Why not recording that the video. Go ahead. Why? Oh, fucking awful! <laughs> awful. In 2001, <clears throat> my band at the time. Um played Harpo's and we got to open for King Diamond. Um, King Diamond, not Merciful Fate. Yeah. I had listened to both King Diamond and Merciful Fate for years. I'd seen them. We played other shows with them, but they were like festival type shows. Um, so it wasn't like we had gotten close to them or anything. Uh, this was a smaller yeah. club. Uh, one of the bigger rock clubs in Detroit, but again, yeah, small yeah. enough where... Um, we were in the green room and we were getting ready to go out and we hear, uh, so we open the door 
and King Diamond is standing there, and he's holding this small little puppy. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, please don't tell me you're going to sacrifice that dog on stage or something, you know, because that was the image I had of King Diamond. Yeah. So he walks in and he introduces himself and he starts talking to us and it it is his new newest puppy. They run an animal sanctuary. Him and his wife run an animal Aww. sanctuary and they take in dogs and this was one of his little dogs. It was a baby right. German Shepherd and his name was Damien and cutest little dog and, and he was the most gentle kindest guy that I've probably ever met as far as a metalhead um, completely blew my mind because you have this image of King Diamond and then he comes in and he's just such a nice like he he almost kind of reminds you of your grandpa or something you know yeah, and he's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. how much he loves dogs and him and his wife run this animal sanctuary and this is one of the dogs that they saved and and whatnot, and I was just kind of like ruined after that because now I have this image of King Diamond as this super sweet, nice guy instead of this <laughs> bloodthirsty, satanic type of guy he puts himself out on stage. I was like, fuck, dude, you could have just stayed in your room and not like ruined the whole mythos of your character, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he is a very, very nice guy. Um, and I give them absolutely no doubt about yeah. that whatsoever. Yeah. I just, it, and I, like I said, it ain't, yeah. ain't no, I get it though. It's just that fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And honestly, yeah, and I will admit, moment, and I will admit, I'm I'm totally on board with that. He is someone that I don't listen to a ton mm. because of that pitch of his voice after a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. for example, and I bring these guys up, but. Nitro, when Nitro came out. Yeah. God, I hated fucking, to this day, I hate Jim Gillette's voice. That is just unfucking necessary to sing in that goddamn pitch the way he does. You know, it's like, dude, pick a fucking octave, okay? (laughs) Just because you can sing in 347 of the motherfuckers doesn't mean you need to sing in 347 (laughs) of the motherfuckers, okay? Pick a fucking octave. (laughs) Yeah, take one and just fucking stick with it. Yeah, Yeah, you know, preferably one that doesn't sound like a goddamn fire drill. (laughs) Um, The next one on my list... um, this is a band that will probably get me a lot of hate, um, but everything about the music annoys the shit out of me. Um, they're a band that has a massive cult following, and I know I'm going to get hate mail from their fans, um, but it's the band The Cramps. Um Ah, I don't like the cramps. Uh, Uh They are one of those bands, you know, if you go to a goth club, if you go to a punk club, you're going to inevitably hear the fucking cramps. And every time I'm just like, bathroom break. (laughs) I don't like the cramps, Um, particularly her voice. That's kind of what turns me off about it. Um, To me, they're, 
they kind of rank up there with the B-52s. It's just fucking annoying, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Almost like that, that, that. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking say the word comedy band, but not comedy band. That's fucking completely. Yeah. Thing. They are that band that you just think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah. I, they're just one of them bands the that. Scene as well, where they were like, they were actually a, a massive band as well at the time. But I know what you're saying. I couldn't. I, I was the same with the Cramps. I couldn't get into them for love no money. They were like, mm, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't yeah. like your voice. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Again. In the clubs, can you play this? Can you play right? Yeah, fuck's sake, da da da. Yo, da, da you know, yo, <laughs> you take you take your headphones that are normally on, and you're just like, okay, we're yeah, just gonna, that's the one, yeah, we're, yeah, we're that's just gonna gonna play this one by ear a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, definitely the cramps for me because I just they're one of those bands that ugh, I don't like them. <laughs> So, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Number six. <laughs> Number six for me, Britney Fox. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. First heard girls' school when I was fucking 14, 15 years old. Right. And I remember seeing it. We used to have a program in the UK called um, Hour Hour. And it was... The only exposure we got over here at that time was on a Friday night at fucking three o'clock in the morning, we'd get an, a, a show called The Power Hour that went on for an hour. Okay. And obviously, hence The Power Hour. So you'd get videos that had come out in the US fucking six months previous, and they'd show them <laughs> over here. And we'd right. have this fucking UK presenter that was absolute bollocks. And it was like, right, okay. And I remember coming home from a fucking club this one night, and this fucking video, girl school, came on, and I was just sat there going, you bunch of wankers. What the fuck is this absolute tosh here now? <laughs> fuck off. And I still fucking hate that song to this day. But I had to go out and buy it on 7-inch single because I was playing it in the clubs at the time. So I was like, right, okay. Fucking hated it. Hated it. Bought the album on the basis of this single and they're going to release a couple more yada 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 Britney Fox yeah fuck off <clears throat> no just fucking stop yep. and I've seen them and the, the bad thing is they've had a, a another inception of the band about two three years ago there's a thing in states called the Monsters of Rock Cruise mm-hmm. and all this lot or fucking Britney Fox, or the, the latest inception of Britney Fox, were on this. So, so you seen him with you seen him with Tommy singing then? Oh God, and fucking Bennett, mate! What an absolute sack of dog shit! It's really? Like played this, they played Girls Girl with this guy, and I'm just like, I'm surprised because Tommy normally doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, as I'm saying, because the new singer, the new singer is Tommy Paris, and. I actually don't hate the couple records that they've done with Tommy. Um, can you hear me? Just bear with me a minute, mate. Your Bluetooth just gone off. Just hang on, pal. Oh, okay. Hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Any thoughts, mate? I just... Mm, yeah. I think... Going back to like 15, 16 year old and 
at yeah. the time I was like mad into thrash, mad into fucking metal and all this lot. Yeah. I got I got the glam scene. I went watching Guns N' Roses right. in nineteen eighty seven for fuck's sake. You know, faster uh, sorry, Guns N' Roses to put in faster pussycat at Manchester in nineteen eighty seven to a half full fucking arena. Uh, well not arena, theatre. Right. You know? I got all that side of things. It was bands like faster uh, bands like fucking Britney Fox and uh, I just thought, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> you know, again, one man's shit, another man's two. I mean, I, 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 I didn't care for the earlier records. I did like the couple they've done with Tommy. And it's kind of yeah. weird. I've seen them with Tommy, and they generally don't sing those earlier songs a lot with Tam, Tommy because Tommy's register is a lot different than... Dean was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they did play those early songs is kind of surprising because when I seen them, they only played like, I think like one or two of those songs, of the early songs, yeah. and then played the yeah. newer stuff. So, um, but I guess if you're on Monsters of Rock, that's why people come, you know, so. Um, and I, I could definitely understand because I don't, knowing what I know about Tommy, I don't see him being super successful with those songs because his yeah. register is just totally, totally different. Um, it's different, yeah. You yeah. know, it's it kind of in the sense of Skid Row almost, it would be like Skid Row going from Sebastian Bach to John Bon Jovi, kind of is what yeah. Yeah, the yeah, register yeah. difference is between Dean and, and Tommy. So, um, you know, so... Yeah, I, I definitely get that one, two, three, four, six, uh, one, two, three, four, five. The next one on my list, um, you hear him all the time, you see him all the time. Uh, he's on American Idol. He's a fucking walking douchebag. They hype him as this country star, and he's about as goddamn country as a goddamn New York City billboard. Um, he wouldn't know fucking country if it walked up and kicked him in his fucking vagina. Um and that's Luke Bryan. I just fucking ugh. Every time they, every time they use the term country in conjunction with Luke Bryan, I want to punch that person. Like, like literally, Luke Bryan is about as country as a New York City billboard. Okay, like, right, okay. okay, just because he sings in that fake twang and. You know, this dumbass, he's so fucking stupid. Like, he's on American Idol talking about shit like, you know, he he was on there one day talking about alligator fishing. Oh, well, when we put when we put the jig jugs down for the alligators, you dumb motherfucker, you don't use jig jugs for goddamn alligators. You use bait lines, dumb shit. You use jig jugs for shit like fucking... Carp and bass and shit, you dumb motherfucker. Like, you don't even know the proper goddamn terms for fishing. And you're talking to a goddamn dude from fucking Louisiana about alligator hunting. Right. You know, the closest you've ever been to a goddamn alligator is when you stop to take a piss at the local fucking aquarium. You know? <laughs> like, you fucking ignorant motherfucker. Like, you know, oh, it's just... Quality, right? quality. Lucas, oh, you know? It was like... It was like this when Obama like was president. Fucking riled this one. This, he sounds like he's got you riled this. Oh, one. I fucking hate Luke Bryan, and it was kind of like Obama when Obama was president. You know, they they took right. him out to fucking Montana to this cattle farm, 
and he had Obama uh, walking around with a goddamn cowboy hat and cowboy boots. It was kind of uh, like, come on, dude. You really got Obama out here walking around in shit kickers with a cowboy hat. No one, the closest this man has ever been to a goddamn cow was when he stopped to take a piss at an Arby's. Okay, like, <laughs> but, and again, nothing against Obama, but why do you have this man dressed up like he's part of goddamn the Yellowstone TV show, knowing that this man is from the fucking south side of Chicago? Okay, like, and you're talking to him about cattle farming, like Obama understands a fucking thing you're actually saying about cattle farming. Okay, like... You know, it's like talking to me about fucking physics. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Luke Bryan is number, uh, what is that one? Number one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, he's number six on mine. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> moving along, oh. number seven. <clears throat> number seven for me, Robbie fucking Williams. <laughs> <laughs> music in the last fucking 30 years absolute fucking walloper the guy oh jesus christ fucking he's still trying to make himself relevant in this day and age yeah he's fucking robbie williams's idea of making himself relevant in the last i think it was two years ago was fucking doing a video of his wife giving birth while he sings along Fuck off, you fucking tube. Absolute <clears throat> cunt stain on fucking society. <laughs> so, I hated you when you were in take that. I fucking hated you so low stuff. You're nothing but a fucking pub singer. Asshole. Shit bag. Fucking wank. <laughs> so, let me see if I remember this one correctly. Because Robbie, I know the name, but I don't know his music that well. Robbie is the one who is the massive George Michaels wannabe, right? That's or, the one. Or, oh, so he did the cover of um, Freedom. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, is it, him, is it him or Guy he Sebastian was, he, he that's in, like the massive George Michaels in, wannabe? Yeah. He was in the band Take That. Again, okay. They weren't a band. They were full of fat fucking singers. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, I remember Robbie basically for the George Michaels thing. And right, it was kind of right. like, yeah, you need to just completely shut the fuck up with that because you are like, yeah, you're doing much. unspeakable things to a really great musician's music, you know? Like, <laughs> that's the one. Um, when this is all over, I'll send you some Robbie Williams stuff and you can feel free to burn it all when you're done. Uh, the guy I'm, is an absolute fucking cock. He is that. He's that person where you can fucking, again, see, to me, he's like the modern-day John Bon Jovi. I could gladly tie him up in a chair, knock his teeth out with a spoon repeatedly, and just not get fucking bored, if you know what I mean. He's fucking, want to fucking shut the fuck up, you cunt. Oh, fucking, yeah, Robbie Williams, wanker. Nice. Um, Breathe. The next one on my list, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one, because I'm going to say things about this one that, it's the reason I dislike him. Uh, the next one on my list goes hand in hand with the Luke Bryan thing. Uh, cause he's kind of like the black version of Luke Bryan. Um, okay. it is the singer Kane Brown. Um, Ooh. Kane again, 
This motherfucker grew up in the city of Grand Rapids in the middle of the ghetto. He's about as country as a New York City billboard. This motherfucker is so country. He bought a house in Tennessee. (laughs) Now, this house has two acres. Two acres. You know how big two acres is. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Went for a walk in his woods. Now, there is a giant gorge that runs down the middle of his property that divides one side of his property from the other. This stupid motherfucker managed to get lost on his property, got lost, and then had to call one of his friends to come find him. And then on his own property, it was two fucking acres. And what makes it bad is he has this giant gorge that runs down the center of it, this giant cliff. Well, you fucking cunt. Walk to the fucking gorge. You, If you haven't crossed the gorge, then turn the fuck around and walk the other goddamn way. It, you literally, how do you get lost when you have a giant fucking gorge that fucking divides your property? Like, walk to the edge of the gorge. You know you haven't crossed it, so you're not on the other side of your property. Turn around and walk yeah. immediately the opposite direction. <laughs> oh, no, he had to have his buddies come out on four-wheelers, and they hunted for... How do you get lost oh, on two acres? No. Two acres is uh, yeah, like... Exactly. How do you? Dude, two acres is literally like a city block. That's about how much yeah. two acres is. You know, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, motherfucker, five minutes of walking would have had you on either side of the four, four sides of your property. You would have walked out of the woods in, in, in five to 10 minutes on two acres. Yeah. Like it's literally, I grew up on 400 acres. Wow. Okay. And never got and lost. lost on two acres. And then we'll claim, oh, I'm a country boy. Yeah. Bitch, you got lost on two fucking acres. You are not a country boy, okay? Like, I promise you, any real country boy would kick your ass for saying you're a country boy when you're fucking around getting lost on two acres, okay? We got country boys out here that got garages that are bigger than two acres. <laughs> okay? And And he, they made fun of him. So bad over that, you know, but he'll, oh, well, I'm not rich and famous because I'm black. I'm not rich and famous because I'm black. I'm not rich and famous because I'm black. No, you're not rich and famous because you're a fucking twaddle. You're a cunt and you don't know how to shut the fuck up and you make shitty music. You're the male version of Taylor Swift. That's what Kane Brown is. Okay. He's the male version of Taylor Swift. And, you know, like, Pick a good song, any song, okay? You have 20,000 songwriters in Nashville, and you can't pick one good fucking song. At least Luke Bryan, as much as a prick that he is, does have a song or two that's relatively interesting to listen to about every 20 or 30 songs that Luke will put out. There'll be one listenable song in the bunch. 
Kane has put out six CDs, and this cocksucker hasn't put a song out yet that is even remotely oh, interesting. He's the country version of Coldplay. Okay, like he's oh, just Jesus Christ. You know, like just his. When you thought he couldn't get any yeah, like, yeah, like, like if, like if Seth Rogen recorded a country song, uh-huh. that would be Kane Brown. Like he just, right. again, as interesting as watching paint dry. Um, so yeah, Kane Brown is my number, oh, my number seven. Um, wow. I don't like the guy and he's a young dude. That's the bad thing. Like he's, he's only like 26, 27 years old. So, um, you know, but again, just horrible. He's, you wow. know, if he's, he's one of them guys. If you like Taylor Swift, you're going to like Kane Brown. If you hate Taylor Swift, yeah. you're going to hate Kane Brown. You're going to hate Kane Brown. Because he's, <laughs> he's literally the black male version of Taylor Swift. Of Taylor Swift. Oh, you know, so. Not, no, I'm not even bothered with that. Yeah. So, uh, number, where, where do we at? One, two, three, four, right, five, six, seven. Number eight. Number eight for me is quite a pretty fucking easy choice, really. And it's, it's nothing that they've done wrong. It's just, I just... People find them interesting. People find them, and you, what I tend to get, what I hate about this band is, oh, the girls are really fit, they're really sexy, blah 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 blah, fucking blah. I don't find any of that shit interesting in music. For me, the number eight one, Butcher Babies. I just, yeah. Do you know what, Heidi? Oh, fucking hell, yeah, I would. I'd absolutely smash it to pieces, but you know what? I think your music's an absolute pile of bollocks. I don't, and I've never been one of those people, Chris, where if you're going to fucking, if you're going to have to put a short skirt on and show your tits and show your knickers and all your suspender belts and all this lot to prove that, yes, guess what? You're going out with a member of Anthrax or you're married to a member of Anthrax. Guess what? Anthrax are one of my favourite bands of all time. But Butcher Babies are one of my least favourite bands of all time. Yeah. That's the fucking way it is. I don't know why. I just, they have no substance in the songs for me. I just, I've seen them live. I've fucking gone out to watch them live. I bought their album. I think it's Toss. And I think the fucking live music's shite as well. Butcher Babies, number eight, pal. I, I will say this. I've never really heard them. But for the very same reasons you just listed, I will say baby metal for the same reasons because I just was like, I people talk about baby metal and they're just like, look, uh, we'll we'll get into that separately though because that's a whole yeah 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 definitely that's a whole separate one. Um, the number eight for me. This is a band that uh, I fucking want to punch them. I want to run them over with a car. I am so glad that they fucking died out with the emo scene. Um, they're the fucking band. It was a group of two guys. Uh, the band Broke Inside. Um, oh, you know who no. they are. They're the they're the ones yeah. I sent you the video of the where the one dude is rapping and the other little assholes in the background yeah. going. Ah, oh, ah, that's ah. Really awful. Um, 
one of my friends' daughters are like, oh, you got to hear him. You got to hear him. They're, they're so awesome. And I was like, okay. And I turned the video on and I was just immediately like. <laughs> and my friend is like, what's the matter? And I was like, you need to take your daughter for a hearing test. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, yeah. not, not, um, bro, I love you to death. Is your daughter autistic? Well, no. Okay. Then you gotta come up with a good reason. She's listening to this shit. Okay. Because as a parent, you lose all credibility to me. If you raise a kid who listens to this, um, and he's like, well, you know, she has different tastes. And I was like, no, different tastes are like raising her to listen to metal and her deciding to be a jazz musician. This doesn't quantify as anything other than like, I wouldn't torture people at Guantanamo Bay with this shit. Okay. Like (laughs) it is fucking horrible. It is just like, you know, and the fact that they've made multiple records, signed multiple record contracts, makes it even worse. Like, all right, at what point is somebody going to tell them, shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Broken Side, yeah. And, and then even the spelling of their name, B-R-O-K-E, small letters, and then capital N-Y-C-Y-D-E. Like, Look, like, even the spelling of your name is fucking annoying. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Broken Side is my number eight. Um, That's why I'm saying I'm glad they died out with the whole emo thing because, you know, and unlike, uh, I can't even think of their name, um, unlike the bands that are sort of making a comeback, I really hope these assholes don't, um, you know, they're just, you know, whatever obscurity you slid into, please fucking stay there. Okay. Like, yeah, like, you know, um, number nine. (laughs) Number nine for me, I've got fucking two left and it really is a big toss up for me. We mentioned baby metal, so I'm going to leave that one there and we'll, we'll come back to that one after our top ten. But my number nine for me is just one band that just, again, I say the word band, and I just think, fuck off, you're not a band. You were put together by some fucking mogul who hasn't got a bastard clue. My fucking daughter's sat watching me, and she's going to fucking hate me for this. One Direction. What an absolute steaming pile of dog shit. Fucking manufacture this, you fucking prick. Fuck off. You, every single one of you, is put together by a fucking record producer. You've got famous off it. Fair play. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. You couldn't fucking write a decent song if your fucking arsehole was on fire. Fuck off. One Direction, you are shit. There we go. Yeah, I... No, I... I I 100% agree. I've never been a boy band fan, um, whether it was One Direction, whether it was the whole uh, BTS craze that's going on, whether it was 
Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or uh, none of them have ever really meant shit to me. Like I, I don't hate pop music. I just don't no. like the whole no. fakeness of like what the boy shit. band thing like was. Um, yeah, like. Hey, stop. Look, you're on a stage. We're going to put you on a stage. We're going to write your songs for you. Right. Some cunt's going to come in and write fucking all your albums for you. You haven't got the fucking decency to write your own tunes. We're going to do it for you. You're going to sing them. You're going to make millions off it. These cunts are just going to fucking sit back and go blah, 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 blah. Every single girl is going to wet the panties over it. Every fucking single bloke over fucking 40 is going to go. There we go. Yeah. Um, so I definitely get that one. Um, number nine for me. Uh, and these are always my number one and two. Nothing will ever change unless somebody just comes along completely out of the blue. These will probably remain my number two up until death. Um, number nine for me, straight out of Ireland. And Windmill Studios, goddamn you two. I fucking, the greatest, one of the greatest things I ever saw <laughs> is I got to see Henry Rollins live. And Henry did the entire spiel about going to Ireland and, you know, Windmill Studios and pissing on the wall and. Um, you know, the whole, the whole YouTube has millions and millions of fans. I'm not one of them. <laughs> you know, he did a festival called Sonisphere in England. Okay. Years ago, 2011. And it was uh, a spoken word. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was, it was Henry Rollins. It was fucking half past 10 in the morning. So it fucking all camps up, bang, straight into the tent to watch Henry Rollins. <laughs> 20 minutes in, and he fucking spent... First 20 minutes, he was, like, telling all his stories and Black Flag and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then he just went, you turn. Everybody in the fucking tent went... Yeah. And that was it. From that minute, <clears throat> Chris, honestly, it was just like, yeah, I went to the fucking studio. I fucking hate them. They are shit. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like... Henry dude is people who've never seen Henry live do spoken word. You don't get it. Like Henry is Henry's this motherfucker. Like he can be so fucking funny and then turn around out of the blue and say the deepest, most profound thing that will just slap you sideways and then turn around 10 seconds later and be fucking hilarious again. Um, he is one of the most driest, most fucking people I have ever, ever seen in my life. No word of a lie. Yeah. Like I said, when he went that Sonic Sphere set, he was just... He started off about all his, his early days and mm-hmm. the punk and the Ramones and the Pistols. And then he just, he literally, no word of a lie, he just turned it on his head and went, Right. You know what? I'm going to talk about me and you two. And <laughs> he went on for about half yeah. an hour, and he was just like, Bono's a real penis. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa fucking hell, man. Yeah, and he... The way he told me as well was just... It was, it was surreal. Yeah. It was like, 
Yeah, I get that. I get that. And I can understand where you're coming from because I can't stand them either. Yeah, I, I, I've, you know, like, they've been milking the same fucking baseline for, like, 40 years, and it's like... Oh, yeah. You know, it's fucking Bono, like, you know, like, fucking one name, you know, Bono, Edge, Adam, pick a fucking last name, okay, like, like, fucking hell, like, just, you know, and then they did that goddamn, what was it, that, that Zoopia, or whatever the fuck that goddamn record was, (laughs) where they, yeah, yeah, where they fucking tried to be like disco or some shit, and it's just like, Like, I couldn't fathom the fact that they could take a sound that I thought was the worst ever and make it even worse. Like, like you're approaching the level of my number one at that point. Like, yep. you know, um, so yeah, you two for me. Making like, my hatred stronger. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, you two is my number nine. Um so, with that said, uh, so far, uh, he has named off. <laughs> he has named off Bon Jovi, Man of War, Venom, Coldplay, Merciful Fate, Britney Fox, Robbie Williams, The Butcher Babies, and One Direction. So, hit us with your last one. Damn, mate. This is really, really really going to piss people off but you know what personally it's the one band that I fucking detest more than any band on the fucking planet this band and you know what (laughs) they're absolute superstars they've fucking sold more records than a lot of people but you know what we're feeling I know who you're going to say you fucking know exactly what I'm going to say don't you this band have Re, 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 fucking re, 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 fucking re, 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 mastered more than fucking any albums any fucking band has ever done in the fucking known world. Guess what? The band that I fucking hate the most that really makes me want to slip my bastard wrist every fucking time I hear the bastard records is Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't know who I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Beatles. <laughs> times I want to hear Black Dog, there's only so many times I want to hear Rock and Roll, there's only so many fucking times I want to hear Stairway to Heaven, and it's never. Fuck off. You're the fucking most boring bastard band in the fucking world, and I'm going to get hated for this for the rest of my life. (laughs) You know what? I don't give a fuck. There we go. Number one. I understand that I'm not a Zeppelin fan. I'm not never been I've very limited knowledge of their catalog because even the most famous songs like rock and roll and black dog have made me not want to hear the rest I don't like, <laughs> I don't like Robert Plant's voice um nope. 
I will listen to the Robert Plant and Allison Krauss records, but only because I love Allison Krauss. Absolutely. It was about five years ago. Mine said to me, I know you, I know you ate Led Zeppelin. He said, listen to the Robert Plant Allison Krauss record, and I went, yeah. right, okay. They were on English TV um, yeah. a couple of months ago. Yeah. And it was it was like a, a, a typical, um, it was a local program to us mm-hmm. in the UK, or to, to my time, Bolton anyway. And Robert Plant and Alison Krauss were on it, and I was like, oh, okay, I get that, no problem. Please don't fucking re-release any more bastard Led Zeppelin shit. You know what I mean? Fuck off. It's been done and done. I cannot, and I, I fail to understand, Chris, the, the fucking re, 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 re. No, you've done right. it. Why do you need to do it another 50 fucking times? Right. Stop. You know, you, you've done it. You fucking, how many times do I need to hear a remastered version of Black Dog? How many times do I need to hear a fucking re-released <clears throat> version of fucking rock and roll? Right. I don't. I've got it. I've got it on CD, I've got the greatest hits, I've got fucking Led Set 1, 2, 3 and 4, I've got all your fucking albums. Stop with the fucking re-release shit. You don't need the money, you don't need the fame, you don't need the fortune. Fuck off. Yeah. I can't stop. <clears throat> so, so far, I have named off the Smashing Pumpkins, Eminem, Taylor Swift, Kane Brown, Ween, Luke Bryan, Broken Side, The Cramps, and U2. Not in that particular order, because I'm kind of jumping around on my list. Um, my number one has always been my number one. Um, the first time I heard them, I almost got into a fight with the person who played it for me, because um, he could no longer be my friend after introducing me to such an atrocious-sounding fucking record. Um to this day, they make me want to fight any person who dares play them around me. Um, I think the singer is an absolute f- fucking pure cunt. He's one of the most conceited, arrogant pieces of shit. He is an untalented, useless fucking drain on society. It's the fucking band Sonic Youth. I... Fucking hate Sonic Youth. Ev- I I will fight somebody over Sonic Youth, dude. Like I, I, oh, they make me fucking nothing. Nothing about their music has redeeming quality. I sat through. I was. I remember when we seen the movie Juno. The first time we seen yeah. Juno. I sat through that goddamn movie. Just was like... Bored. Fucking bored out of my fucking mind. Hated that movie. And then when she got to the part about three quarters of the way through where she realized that Jason Bateman's character wasn't going to be with her. And she does the fucking Sonic U spiel about them being overrated, useless, blah, blah, blah. I come off the fucking couch with my hands in the air like I just won a goddamn world championship belt. And I'm standing in the living room with my hands in the air like, hell yeah, testify, bitch, testify. (laughs) 
and my wife, my, my soon-to-be former wife, is looking at me, and she's like, what are you yelling about? And I was like, give this bitch a goddamn Oscar award. That is the greatest acting scene in any movie ever, period. I don't give a fuck. Anyone you name, I've seen great performances, but that is the single greatest goddamn movie clip of all fucking time. And she's like... I think you're being a little dramatic. And I was like, have you ever heard Sonic Youth? And she's like, no. Then you don't fucking understand, okay? <laughs> and I'm not going to play him for you because... I fucking hate Sonic Youth with a burning, raging passion. I had a friend in college who introduced me to them for some reason. He thought, oh, if you like ministry, you'll like Sonic Youth. I almost got into a fight with him. One for comparing them to ministry when they didn't sound anything alike. Uh, Two for introducing me to such a shit ass band. Why would do you hate me? Did I do something to you? Did I did did I unknowingly fuck your mom? Like, what did I do to you that I deserved that? Okay, because that that was just unfucking called for. Okay, there was no reason to be that fucking cruel to me to introduce me to that. And they were, well, you're acting like it's the worst thing you've ever heard. No, you too was fucking the worst thing I'd ever heard. You pretty much made you too sound like goddamn Beethoven. Like, what in the fuck is that? And then had the audacity to tell me. Well, I'm going to go see him live. If you see him live, they're better. In fucking possible. There's there's, there's no way they could be better live, okay, than like that. Like, they're just, what can they do live that they did there? Because that, whatever that was, you know, oh, well, blah, 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 is a great guitar player. No, that sounds like he's beating a fucking cat with his guitar, okay? <laughs> like that, and that poor fucking cat, I feel so sorry for the cat. You know, <laughs> like, like who's, who, what, who called that music? Like, I, wanted, I want the producer's name and number so that I can go beat him with a bag of hammers for producing that goddamn cacophony of whatever the fuck that is. Like I said, I I will talk shit about Sonic Youth to my dying day. Every time they put a record out, I just think to myself, who the fuck is giving these bitches money to make more goddamn music? Okay? Yeah. And why are we still calling it music? Okay? Because, look, if the qualification to get a record contract is basically plugging your guitar into a goddamn Marshall amp and then beating it with a hammer and then recording the noise that comes out of it, if that qualifies as music, then sign me the fuck up. Where's my check? Because I got a, I got some goddamn Grammy Awards in my future, okay? <laughs> like, we, can, we can form a band. You know? Uh, like, uh, ugh, I fucking hate Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth will always be my number one. It would be near impossible to ever... To To ever dislodge Sonic Youth from them because... <laughs> Again, you would have to be just 
an unredeeming, flaming pile of donkey shit to come close to signing cues. Like, I don't like you 2 I don't like the cramps. I don't like Broken Side. But I will listen to Broken Side and you 2 long before I will ever listen to goddamn signing cues. Like, you know, like I... You know. I'd rather listen to fucking baby metal. <sighs> and there's another story for another day. And to wrap this up, we are going to discuss baby metal for a minute. Because <laughs> baby metal almost made my list. But here's the thing about baby metal to me. Baby metal for me is music for pedophiles. Yeah. Period. Same. Exactly, exactly the, the same. same, right? Period. People say, oh, no, the fucking good musicians. No, mate, I'm sorry, but I'm going to put my stance on this. If you want to stand and look at a bunch of 15-year-old girls who were fucking dancing on the stage while backed by a bunch of musicians, then you are a fucking nonce. End of fucking story. And I have had this argument with grown men, young men, Kids, girls, yep. blah, 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 fucking blah. If you want to stand and watch baby metal, you're a fucking nonce. Yeah. Pedophile, end of fucking story. Yeah. They are kids. If you want to look at kids in a fucking wavy way, blah, 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 fucking blah, fuck off, don't come talking to me, you're a nonce. <clears throat> Bollocks. Here's, here's the thing with baby, baby metal for me, Okay. If these two girls had formed their own band and decided to perform that style of music, would be one thing. The fact that, much like One Direction, the guitar player and the drummer put this band together, all these musicians, sort of like ghosts, you don't know who any of them are, they cover their faces, yada, yada, yada. The fact that they could not get a male singer, they couldn't perform the vocals themselves, the fact that they decided, hey, you know what we really need to sell is these two prepubescent 12-year-old girls in short skirts to dance around in on stage. Uniform, in school uniform skirts as well. Okay. You know? I don't give a fuck. There is no argument that you can make to me. You are not listening to baby metal for that music. No, you bollocks. If you like that kind of music, you can listen to Maximum the Hormone. You can listen to Dollbox. You can listen to Bandmade. You can listen to 50 other amazing Japanese bands that do almost the exact same thing without the pedophile connotations connotations of these two young teenage girls, three teenage girls, whatever they were, dancing around in short skirts. Period. To me, there is nothing... I'm not saying Baby Meadows music is horrible. It's just... It's, to me, as a dad... Yeah, you're right. Do you know what, mate? You're absolutely fucking right. The music 
in, in parts is fucking bygone. Right. But like you say, when you have got three girls, four girls, five girls, dancing in school uniforms, right. and you've got guys aged up, anybody, I'm sorry, but anybody <clears throat> over the age of fucking 21 that is watching that and thinking that that's fucking normal, you're a fucking jerk. Yeah. Fuck off. You are a nonce, mate. You're a In fucking it. nonce. And I'm going to go on record and say this now. You are a fucking pedo. Fuck you. Yeah. And the reason I mention them with the butcher babies is because, much for the same reason, look, nobody is listening to the butcher babies for their music, okay? No, they're, fuck, they're looking at Heidi and going, nice to Yes, nice exactly. You, there you go. are In This Moment as another band. That look, yep. nobody's listening to yep. In This Moment for their goddamn musical talent. Yeah, they they are watching that anyway. band because of the fucking singer. Mm-hmm. Much like I, we were guilty of it, I will say this, in the 80s and in the early 90s, we weren't really listening to Lita Ford because of her musical talent. We really weren't. No, but the thing is, mate, right, I'll, I'll go with this one. I'll yeah. go with this one for a million quid, right? Lita Ford, Doro Pesh. But the thing is, yeah. we're still looking at Doro Pesh now going, you're still older than me, so you can't class me as that. Yeah. But when I was a kid, so maybe I was the fucking, she was the pedo looking at me going, <laughs> you little bastard. But <laughs> looking at Lita Ford, Doro Pesh back in the day. Yeah, they were adults. Does that make it all right? Well, maybe, do you know what? Maybe it didn't. Right. But now I'm still looking at Doro Pesh going, you're still a sexy fucker. Yeah. Whereas you look at Heidi from the Butcher Babies. And baby, funny. You look at fucking... Yeah, exactly. And you look at the fucking Butcher Babies now and you look at fucking Baby Metal. If I looked at Baby Metal now, I'd just go... I'd call myself a pedo. And yeah. Go, oh, fucking hell, no, hang on a minute. It's just, you know? To me, it's uncomfortable. It's a fucking generation thing again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. To me, as a dad, or, you know, yeah. I don't have a daughter now, but when I had Belle... You know, it, to me, every time the baby metal would come on, it was kind of like watching your own daughter dancing on stage for yeah. all of these, you know, because look, again, I will go back to it. You could have put any other singers in there. You could have put, you could have done it instrumentally. You could have done like Ghost did and got the same event. The fact that you decided you needed three Prepubescent teenage girls to teenage be the front girls, for your band. Your it yeah. was not because it was different. It was not because nope. of that. You were playing on the fact that you knew men, especially Japanese men, yeah. were going right to, to get that visual of the prepubescent anime-ish little yeah. girl. And they were going to beat that shit up, okay? So, plain and simple. At the end of the day, to me, baby metal will always be just a big old goddamn legal pedophile ring, okay? We we took our kids to fucking download 2018, yeah? And baby metal were on. And I took our Lucy at at the time. She was 14, yeah? So, we're watching them, and I fucking stood at the back, and I went, I can't watch this. I'm fucking yeah. sorry, Lou. And she's like, Dad, why not? I said, Because it's like watching fucking you in a fucking dress, Lou. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. And she went, Oh. 
right? Yeah, like, it's just... So we fucked off, we fucked off back to the tent, and she was like, right, Dad, I get it. But there were grown men stood there fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have men drooling yeah, over yeah. them. Like, dude, they're... But the thing is, no, there's still fucking grown men trying to back up the fact and saying... Yeah, great band, great band, great. Why are they a great band? Because you fucking want to watch your kids in a dress, you dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, like, look, they're not a great nah, band. Man. They're not no, musicians. They're not. they're not songwriters. They're not musicians. All they no. do is show up and sing. It's an act. It's like, an act. The, the dude wearing all black with the black thing over his face playing guitar, he is the brains behind that. He is the, the songwriter. He's, He's the, the owner of the copyright. Those girls Correct. only make what he pays them. He could replace them with any other girl, interchangeable parts. In a fucking Japanese dress any time, day or night. Yeah, you know, like, he owns everything about baby metal. Those girls yeah, only get paid owner, yeah. as, you know, musicians. Side shows. Side so, shows. yeah, but... so. This is Mr. John Foster. Um, you can find him on Facebook. You see him on my stuff all the time. Uh, we talk trash about music all the time because that's what we do. And we t- discuss a lot of cool shit. Um, <clears throat> I'm always sending him uh, fun stuff to listen to. And um, I like to think it's pretty decent most of the time. Um, I, I I hit or miss that occasion. But... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> As always, you've never, sent me, you've never sent me a bad record yet. I will go on record and say that now. Anyone listening to this, this fucking guy knows more about music than anyone that I have ever fucking known in my life. I have been a DJ for fucking 30 odd years. This guy still <laughs> recommending me new music to this fucking day. Even though I've retired, I'll go on fucking record. Christopher Plain is the fucking main man for music <laughs> well thank you for that um with that i'm losing my voice um the weather here is shit so <clears throat> before i completely blow my voice out thank you for doing this again always absolutely a blast and uh let's not like wait another year before we <laughs> do it again cuz it's been fucking forever since we did uh, our last one. So um, we do have a second list. We're going to do that one later because we, um, I don't know. I got some different ones in mind. I think that second wanna, one we were going to do. I'll tell, tell you what we'll do. Do you want to do it next weekend? We can. I've got a list. I've got a list that I want to discuss with you. Um, I will send you the list idea because I think it's one that being English you can put a unique spin on. And um, it's, I'm not going to say it here, but I I think it's one you can put a unique spin on being English and me being American. We'll have a different list of people, um, but we'll wrap this up. Uh, This is the ish list. And um, with that said, be well, treat each other with kindness. Basically, go out into the world, smile, don't be a cunt. <laughs>